Welcome to Be The Influence Podcast, episode number 19. This is actually episode 19. I said last week was 19, but this week is literally episode 19. So I'm super excited. This week um, is a little bit different, which is awesome. I was a guest on Petia's podcast. So I'm sharing the recording from that podcast all about chasing your dreams, leaving your nine to five, and really building your online brand. So stay tuned for my interview answering probably some of the most asked question. Before we dive into this week's episode, please, as always, if you're listening to this, screenshot it, share it in your story, and tag me at Christy Leeberry. Share it in your Instagram story. I love reposting them in my stories, as you know, and giving you guys shout outs because I love knowing who else is listening to the podcast today. All right. So without any further ado, we're going to dive on into my interview with Petia answering all of these questions. Christy Lee Berry is a traveler and lifestyle content creator, as well as a social media coach for bloggers, brands, and entrepreneurs. Her content creation journey began when hotels asked her to travel to their destinations and create a content and promote it on her social channels. While chasing her dream of traveling around the world, she slowly started coaching men and women how to start and grow their own brands. She now coaches bloggers, brands, and entrepreneurs full-time from anywhere in the world. Welcome, Christy. Thank you so much for making the time. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here today. I'm so excited for how you're living your life because, to be honest, I think that freedom-based life or freedom-based business is something that so many people are craving and so many people don't even think it's possible for them. So I'm wondering, how did you start your journey? I know you mentioned hotels offering it to you, but I guess it wasn't just like out of the blue, like you just started your social media and people started like offering to you. So how did you create this opportunity in your life? So just like everything, it's just been a journey and looking back, I'm so thankful for every part of it. Um, I'll try to cut the long part short, but um, from the beginning, so I took a trip with two of my girlfriends to Montana and we went to three national parks in 12 days and I started hashtagging and tagging brands and things like that. And I started seeing traction growing and brands started reaching out to me. And from there, I was a little bit hooked on social media because I thought it was so cool that you could just reach these people from all over the world just from your phone. And so I started growing my brand. A few months later, I was at, I think, 8K and just Side note, numbers do not always matter, so that's huge, and I just want everyone listening to know that um, this is just where my milestone started. It's different for everyone. I got my first hotel collaboration in California, and from there, things snowballed a little bit. I was able to monetize my Instagram, and then I started getting a lot of people reaching out to me and asking me how I'm working with hotels, how I'm traveling. So that is why I call myself a content creator turned coach. (laughs) Um, And so now, yeah, I work with men and women, entrepreneurs, brands, businesses from all over the world um, to help them grow their brand. 
It's so, you know, it's, it's so exciting for me because this is just like creating something out of a passion. It's not like sit down with paper and pen and how can I make money? It's really about what do I love and how can I share it with the world? And that I think it's the best way how to truly monetize anything or just live a passion purpose driven life. I totally agree. And I'm a full supporter of a passion driven life because I think that if you're working, I saw this quote the other day and it was, if you're working really hard for something you don't care about, it's called stress. But if you're working really hard for something you care about, it's just passion. Yeah, I heard that quote. And I remember when I heard that quote the first time, I was still working in a corporate job in the office where I felt stuck, you know? And it's like, you see all these quotes on social media and like, yeah, 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 good for you, you know? Like, I'm here, I am stuck, you know? So um, what is the... I, I don't want to say like a secret, but, but like, what are some tips? Because you said, well, I just went travel. I start taking pictures and I start using hashtags. Is that all that people really need to attract whoever they want to be attracting? Because for you, because you were traveling, you were sharing about your travels. It was tagging those places and the brands like around you. But what if someone wants to like attract their tribe or dream clients or sponsors? What would be something that anyone can do? So amazing question. And this is one that I get a lot because I believe that cultivating your tribe is the most important part. If you have 500 followers on Instagram who all love you and support you, that's seriously all that matters. You do not need 100,000 followers. If you just build that loyal base, that's really what matters. So a tip to build that is I'm sure people hear this all the time, but just remain authentic, like be yourself and be who you are because people can seriously see through that. Um, an example, I'll give like a personal example. So a while back I was doing all of these like flowy dresses, beautiful destination. And it was really fun. I love creating amazing content, but I also am like, hold up. I love my yoga pants. I like being comfy. And so right now I'm making that transition back into, no, it's fall. I'm going to wear my flannel. I'm not going to wear a flowy dress and be freezing outside. You just need to stick to who you really are and make sure you're that through and through. Hmm. That's, that's really incredible because I feel like sometimes we are going out there and thinking, okay, if I am about to add the value, I want to add the value in a way that people understand me. So we change for who we think we should be instead of this is me. This is me with no makeup. This is me with my yoga pants. This is me, you know, like yeah. <laughs> you take it or leave it. And I remember a couple of years ago, I, I met Jasmine Starr and I love her to life. She's incredible. She said, I want to repel or attract people on my social media. She's a photographer. She's social media strategies. And that really stuck with me because I feel like when you are starting to grow your business or your influence, you want to work with anyone you know like hey I gotta pay my bills guys you don't understand like I gotta pay my rent so you go out there and you try to be likable instead of really being like you said being out 
authentic. And so I think that when we share who we really are and the content that resonates with us, we attract the people that really matter, like you said. It's better the the quality over quantity. And I love that that you are so strong about that, you know? Like your post about, I've always been a Jeep girl. Like so many people will be like so related to that. They're like, oh my gosh, me too, me too. Like, you know, and if you're there like with a flowy dress, yeah, women will love it. And if you are like strongly opinionated in a respectful way, of course, like this is me, this is what I love. I think that you will a little bit clear out the weeds. So I think that's so, so amazing. Yeah, I think that's important. And I love that Jasmine said that you either attract or repel because it's so true. You want people have three seconds when they first come to your Instagram page to make a snap judgment. And as much as people, myself included, say, oh, no, I don't want to judge people, things like that. Instagram is such a visual platform. So you make a quick judgment if you want to follow them. We're not in those three seconds. So if you're yourself, you're going to be attracting those people who could be future friends or people who really support your cause or someone like, you know what, that's not my vibe and just kind of move on. Mm, That's amazing. So the first step would be be who you are. Do you have any others? Yeah. So this is for building your tribe, right? Yes. To building your tribe online. Yes. Okay. So first one, totally be yourself. That's so key. Second one is just start building relationships. So a lot of people on Instagram really are just looking for people to like their content and they're like, Oh, why are my likes not going up, etc., etc. But I want you to go into your DMs, start messaging people who really inspire you, people who you think honestly could be your friend in real life. Ask them to meet up, ask them for a cup of coffee. And then aside from connecting, I call something, I call using hashtags, hashtag hunting. So You can put up to 30 hashtags in your caption or in your comments. And I call it hashtag hunting because basically you can click on a hashtag and from there you see everyone. I know everyone who uses Instagram knows this, but you see everyone who's ever used that hashtag. You can go through, comment, like, engage. And honestly, the more you do that, you're just going to create more of a community, more of future friends as well. Yeah, I love that, you know, because... I remember when I personally started my Instagram, like, a long, I don't know, like, years ago, years ago, I created, it like, my own personal photo album, like, oh, look what I'm doing, you know, and there was no care about others, like, did I get any likes, did people like me, and it was not about building relationship, now when I go out there, it's truly about building content that will resonate with people who are like me you know who can like really connect and I love it that you're bringing the online offline too that's that's amazing because that's really what we crave yeah that's actually something that I'm really working on doing right now because especially with the new Instagram algorithm and it's harder getting harder to reach people I think that taking that online offline is huge. And so I have a few things that I'm working on in the upcoming months that I hope to be able to meet more people offline. Um, And a special tip for people who are doing Instagram as well, making your email list is like huge. So I would suggest another way to go from online to offline is just start building your email list. I know some people are like, oh, it doesn't resonate with me or I don't need to. 
but it's seriously such an awesome way to just pop into people's inboxes. Don't you think that people are a little bit annoyed with the email list? You know, like I don't like emails because I know that when I go in my phone in the morning, I'm like, Mark has read everything. You know, I usually don't even go. It's like so many. I'm like, and and it's just something I was just thinking about today. Why the heck did I sign up for so many things? You know, I know. Yeah, and it definitely has its pros and cons, but. The way I look at it is if you give people the option if they want to sign up. Mm. So they can be like, no, I just love following you on social media, and that's fine. But if people really want to sign up, um, such as I have people sign up for Instagram tips, so the people who get my emails are people who really want Instagram tips, and they love it. And when people respond to my emails, I love that too. And I'm just like creating more of a community in a different space. Mm, that's amazing. So I know that with using Instagram mainly, right? You built your influence and then from that influence, you build an income. So I'm wondering what are some tips how you can monetize your Instagram? Let's say that people are like consistently posting, they're real, they created some relationships online. How can you monetize that? Yes, so great question. The first thing I would say is making sure that your content is for lack of a better word, great. Um, the way you're gonna monetize it is when you are working with a brand, they're basically asking you to advertise for them. So your advertisement needs to be amazing. So I tell people that your Instagram is your resume. So all the pictures that you're making, all the pictures you're creating, all the hotels you're working with, or not even working with, hotels you've been to, you should be creating content so that when you ask a brand to, if you can work with them or if a brand reaches out to you, you kind of have a resume that you can show them and be like, hey, I worked at this hotel or I worked at this similar brand and this is the type of content that I can create for you. So that's where that translates into monetizing your business. In the beginning, you're going to be pitching brands a lot more than they're going to be reaching out to you because you have to get your name out there, right? People aren't always going to know who you are. And I know it would be amazing to be sitting there and having like the Kardashians email you or someone crazy famous and be like, Hey, can you work with my brand? That would be amazing. But you definitely have to do the dirty work in the beginning. You have to be on, be grinding. You have to be emailing. You have to be tagging brands, DMing brands, things like that. And that's how you're going to get on brands' radars, and that's how they're going to begin to pay you, and then the money will start following. Mm, I love that. And I know that you're mainly focusing on traveling, and I love traveling. Like, you know, from Europe, everything is so close there that you just take a car and you're in other countries. So it's so much easier there. And so I'm wondering if people don't want to be, like, monetizing or influencing online with traveling, would you say that it's just about knowing, like, what brands do you love or what brands would align with your lifestyle and then go for it? Like, like a yoga pants or a makeup or, you know, just would it be just deciding what you love the most, what would you love to be, like, sponsored in? and then just creating content around that? Yeah, so that's a great question. And honestly, you kind of answered that in there. But yes, it's so true. So you want to stick with what you love. So what I when I was talking about, oh, myself and flowy dresses, but I'm really a Jeep girl who wants to wear a flannel. 
you really want to stay true to yourself. So like you were saying, if you love beauty, if you love beauty products, I would start creating pictures around beauty products or face masks, things like that in the beauty industry. If you're someone who loves fashion, um, I know a lot of people work with Nordstrom. You can go to Nordstrom and buy a bunch of clothes, wear them for a photo shoot, start tagging Nordstrom in that. Say you want to work with Forever 21, buy from Forever 21, and then shoot in Forever 21 type of a thing. So definitely be shooting what you love because when it comes down to paid content and the and the brands that want to work with you, you're only going to want to work with the brands that align with who you are because your audience won't believe, you know, if you're posting something different. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Thank you so much for going a little bit deeper in that, you know, because I feel like it's incredible because most of the people nowadays are on social media anyway. They're using social media anyway, you know, like, mainly the also especially millennials you know they love instagram because i feel it's so personal like mainly you're using it on your phone it's in your hands it's more intimate than just facebook you know that it's more like friends family and like around and it's a little bit more noisy so it's incredible to know like keep it in the back of your mind no matter if you still have your nine to five job just ask yourself what do I really love and what would be fun? You know, what would be fun for me to get paid up for, you know? So I really love your approach to be true to yourself. What do you really love? And then just go out with it. Let me ask you also, you know, Christy, your pictures look amazing. Like your filters, you're like, it's like, it has a one same feel like I when I open my Instagram and I see your pictures even if there is not your face in my face I know it's you it has the same feel it's the filter and I love going and, and seeing what you're up to so um this will lead to a couple of questions what if people don't have money to hire a photographer and they would love to have you know like great high quality photos and then how do they achieve the same feel? Are there any apps that you love using that it will make it easy for anyone? Yes. Okay. I love this question. So I'm going to do the first one first. Um, if you don't have money to hire a photographer. So I have never in my life hired a photographer ever. And okay. Seriously. Love this question. So one of the ways to do this is you can buy a tripod for even just your cell phone. So, and that tripod could go on Amazon. You could find one for 20 bucks. And you can set the tripod up wherever you want it. You can frame the picture that you want to take. And you can put the self-timer on your phone. And then you can go sit, pose, however you want to in the picture. Um, another way, and I call this, basically, it's like, I don't know. It's just my improv way. If you don't want to buy a tripod or anything like that, I have literally used boxes and rocks to set up <laughs> my photo shoots. I'm not even kidding. People think I'm lying and I'm not. So, and a great example I'll give. So my friend and I wanted to take this picture on a beach sitting in a lifeguard chair. And we were like, oh my gosh, how are we going to take this picture? There's no one here. I put a bunch of rocks on top of each other. And then I leaned my phone on another rock press the self timer. And then I ran to be in the photo. So 
there's definitely a lot of ways to get beyond hiring a professional photographer and being in your photos. So that's huge. And especially with cell phones now, the quality of the pictures are amazing. There's tons and tons of YouTube videos about how you can shoot professionally with an iPhone. And seriously, it's very simple. It's literally with the click of a button. That's amazing. Thank you so much for making it so easier. And uh, do you, don't you think that when you're doing the soft shoot like timer, you know, your front camera, it depends probably on what phone, but the quality, it's a little bit lower than if somebody else is taking it. Did you, uh, did you notice that? Yes. So that is something that I have noticed and that I find up to be a little bit frustrating. Um, if you're using a professional camera so if you're using canon sony anything like that i find the quality to be different however if you are someone using shooting with an iphone i don't find the quality to change um something that you can do if you're using a canon or a sony things like that is just ask who you're with and something that i usually do if i'm traveling with my mom or my boyfriend or whomever is i call myself like the picture visionary. So I will hold up my camera and be like, this is the shot I want you to take. Do not move. And then I will go in it and they'll press it. And that's honestly how 90% of my photos are taken is when I tell someone else to just stand somewhere and press a button. Mm -hmm. that, yeah, that's really handy. Awesome. Yeah, because I, I know that sometimes I did it, you know, the soft timer, and then I did find uh, the quality to be a little bit lower. And I'm like, yeah, that it looked better in my head that on the picture. <laughs> yes, that is true. <laughs> right. And then how about the, the second question? So your pictures will have the same feel. What are your favorite apps to uh, like edit your picture real quick? Yes. Yeah, so I'm actually opening it up in my phone right now so You're I can awesome. get to exactly what's on my phone. So I started out with um, Visco. That was a huge thing. I know a lot of people use that. That is a way where you can save how you edit your pictures because being consistent in your feed is huge. So making sure that your pictures are basically edited the same way and if you try or you want to start editing a different way, I always tell people to edit a few pictures to make sure that you are going to be sticking with that editing style for a while. So Visco is huge. Um, I love IsKiz. It's <laughs> what is it called? It's called IsKiz Cam. It's spelled I-Z-K-I-Z -I -Z Cam. And I love it because it brightens photos. And then there's obviously there's Lightroom CC that you can use for your phone. I personally use Lightroom on my computer. Mm -hmm. That that is it's an investment. It's like ten dollars a month. So if you are someone who might be a little bit more down the road or you just really enjoy photo editing, I would totally recommend Lightroom on the computer. And then another editing tool that I love using for um, like blemish spots or if you want to really whiten or brighten a photo is Snapseed. Snapsy, I never heard of that one. Yes, I really enjoy that one. Um, I really only use it if I want to tweak certain colors or if I want to make something a little bit brighter. Beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that. Yeah, because I know that 
sometimes posting on social media becomes a chore because you're like, oh, I get a post, what do I post, you know? And, and most people nowadays learned about batching and planning the content ahead, but still it's like one more thing to do. So um, do you use any tools to like batch your content or make your life easier? <laughs> yes, so I love talking about this. I could talk about this stuff forever. <laughs> Um, so the tool that is my favorite and I love to use, it's called Unum and it's spelled U-N-U-M and it's a completely free app where you can plan your feed. So I'll show you. Wow, beautiful. And as you can see right now, my feed, I have the next 20 pictures planned that I'm going to be posting. And you can move them around. You can resort them to make sure that your grid is going to look exactly how you want it to look. Um, I was speaking with a woman the other day about how she posted a picture. And she was like, well, if I knew it was going to look like that, I would have waited a little bit to post it. And I was like, oh, well, have you heard of this tool where you can plan your feed? And then you can make sure that it, that never happens. Yeah. And sponsored I just love them <laughs> beautiful I know um, some people are using later or planoly mm -hmm. have you ever experienced with them before yeah so I've used them I don't know what it is I love Unum. there was I forget if it was later or planoly um I'm sorry if I don't quite remember but I found that they had four boxes next to each other and that really threw me off because Instagram is obviously three pictures in a row yeah. So I didn't like how it was formatted, basically. Mm, so I see. I, I stick to Anam. So you can, uh, are there any restrictions on the Anam? Like, can you, like, upload as many pictures as you want? Because, for example, Planoly, there is a restriction on the free version. I'm counting right now. Let's see. So you can upload 18 pictures on here. If you want to upgrade and add more grids, it's going to be $5 a month. Okay, okay. But I usually do the 18 pictures, and then a trick that I use is I have a folder in my phone that I have for excess Instagram photos, so I know exactly where to find them. Awesome, perfect. And then uh, a last question about Anam. Uh, is it posting for you, or you get to post it? No, so I get to post it. And I know there are some where it posts for you and it's automatic, but something that I really like to do is... I like to make my caption with how I'm feeling that day or kind of what thoughts I have on my mind. So to me, it's really big to not have it pre-posted because I just really like sharing what my thoughts are or if I had any inspiration I want to share with my audience. So I kind of like doing it in the moment. So that's awesome that you can get so creative. And is uh, what is your biggest source of inspiration? Great question. You mean person-wise or just life-wise? Like life-wise, what really gets you inspired? What really gets you like feeling creative and in the flow in your life? So I have to be moving. And it's really funny because I recently, I just was watching your IGTV thing. And you were saying when you're still, you're, uh, what was still? How did you say it? You said it so nicely. I don't remember my exact words because I'm sure that I was inspired and it was just flowing out of me, you know, but yeah, I, I, I know what you mean. Yeah. I, I need to be moving. I feel like when we're still, 
our emotions are stuck inside of us. Okay, that's, yes, it was something like that. So when we're still, our frequency, our vibrations are still too. So I believe when you're moving and when you're moving at those high frequencies, your brain is on a high frequency and there's just positive vibes all around you. And it's actually really funny because if you go to my YouTube channel, a lot of my videos are filmed after I went running. So I have my earbuds in my ear and I'm like sweaty and I'm talking to the camera and that just, I get all of my, not all, most of my ideas come when I'm running or when I'm moving because when I'm stationary and just in one spot, I'm not the best version of myself. Thank you. I so love that because I do feel that we were created to move. Like we were not created to sit in front of the computer or in front of our phone and just like doing, doing. No, we're created to be, you know, moving and being in the moment. So I'm so super grateful that I got to share all these steps and, you know, amazing advices for people who want to create more influence or maybe more income from um, social media. So one last question. Yes. <laughs> Let's say that you are right after your run, you're feeling amazing, you are feeling free, and you just stop to sip on your water, and there is a stranger. She comes to you, and she says, Christy, I really love your life. It really feels that you are living your dream. How do you follow your dream despite your fears? Love it. Okay. <laughs> so just going a little bit off. So how do I follow my dreams despite your fears? So six months ago, I had a full-time teaching job and I was posting all these Instagram pictures and captions about following your dream. And I personally felt like a little bit of a fraud. I'm like, well, I'm not following my dream. I want to be, but I'm not. And if you want to follow your dreams, it's really scary. It's, it's this whole other feeling that I don't know if I'm, people have dreams, but when you actually take action on it, it's amazing. It's like an out of body experience. And fear is the main thing that holds people back. And fear is the main reason a lot of people don't do what they actually want to be doing. So it's really a mindset shift. You need to just it's even hard to believe, say believe in yourself, but you need to believe in yourself like despite everything. You need to know that if you fall on your face, it's going to be the greatest lesson you've ever learned. And then you're going to pick yourself up and you're going to keep going. And you just need to want it more than you fear it, basically. And I think if you can want something more than you fear it, it's going to be worth everything. Oh my gosh, this is incredible. This is so incredible. Desire has to be, you know, bigger than your fears. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. <laughs> and I know that like you and me, we could chat for hours and hours because there's always like another thing and another thing we could be sharing with the audience. Yeah. However, I want to be really respectful of your time. And I would love to know what is your favorite place to connect with people, where people can find you? Yes. So I love obviously connecting on Instagram. So you can find me at Christy Lee Berry on Instagram and you can DM me. 
message me, comment on my posts, and I will a thousand percent be responding to you.